Better on Draft fans, we truly appreciate you joining us each and every week as we go over the news and interview someone from the industry. If you subscribe to us on iTunes, please leave us a rating and review it. Helps us get our word out. Also, take this time to go to our Facebook and like it. Check out the daily lulls for lunch that Matt posts. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. The name for all three is Better on Draft. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel for video of every episode, youtube.com forward slash better on draft, as well as check out our untapped page for what we drank each and every Friday night under the name Bod Podcast. Also, you can watch us live and chat with us while we are live at twitch.tv forward slash Bod Podcast every Friday from 7 p.m. until 9 p.m. Eastern. And no matter what you think of our show, we think it's better on draft. The Better on Draft podcast is recorded live in Royal Oak, Michigan. Now, pop that 40 and kick back with your hosts, Dan, Nick, Ken, Rob, Matt, and Angela. We are live, episode 130 of the Better on Draft podcast. My name is Ken, and boy, do we have a full studio. You can always check us live on Twitch every single week, 7 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv forward slash bod podcast, B-O-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and making our way around. We have Angela. How you doing today? I'm good. You're good? Angela. What What's you, going on? Not much. What are you drinking over there? I have some kind of old hop chronics. Kind of old hop. Ha- have the hops fallen off? Yeah, it's pretty malty. Ooh, it's probably good then. Maybe. Nobody wants. I, I'm not complaining. Nobody wants the hops. <laughs> yeah. They just want the malt. The malt is delicious. Where's Hoptronics from? New Holland. New Holland? I inherited this beer um, from when my cousin was in an accident. He had a bunch of beer that he wasn't drinking. My cousin worked for New Holland, so... I got to take some home. That's an interesting windfall. Yeah. They do have other beer besides Dragon's Milk. <laughs> you were also <laughs> muted at that time. <laughs> oh, I, I, I really didn't know. Uh, Nick. I'm back. Hi. Hey. How was the uh, the Zubru? I'm so glad you actually asked me that question. It. I was actually disappointed. Yeah? I was very disappointed. Why were you disappointed? Um, well, they started running out a beer shortly, we'll say about a half hour after the halfway point, so around 8.30. So it started at 6, if I'm not mistaken, and it goes till 10. Uh, I would say around 8.30, that's when we got the first inkling of beer being out. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, we started working our way from the back of the zoo towards back towards the front. So this is about over by the old penguinarium, um, where that uh, big pavilion is. Uh, where the fountain is, and uh, uh, the lines were just massive. There were long lines for beer. It, the 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 Brewers Guild Festival at Eastern Market lines are shorter there compared to Zubru. I think they. <laughs> what breweries were there? Um, Fillmore Thirteen, um, Blake's. I'm trying to remember all the ones off my head. Really, Fillmore Thirteen. That's weird because usually it's a, a can and bottle only. Well, no, well, I've I've had a couple from Fillmore Thirteen, and they were definitely the the highlight for me. So, um, your usuals. You'll have uh, Bell's, uh, Founders, um, Rochester Mills, Rochester Mills, 
New Holland. They did Dragon's Milk, which is, you know. <laughs> See, they have Dragon's Milk. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah, there you go. Um, so a lot of the, a lot of the typical ones, um, Jolly Pumpkin, uh, I think Bee Nectar was there. Um, yeah, but it's overall, it, it was okay, but it was just disappointing. Well, what are you drinking right now? I'm doing a double mint decadent from Atwater. Mm, delicious beer. Such a good beer. Still some left. Oh, yeah. Well, I had I actually bought two four-packs and, and stashed them at home. So uh, Nice. Yeah. It's a good thing I didn't see them when I was, uh, last time I was <laughs> I know, there. right? The freaking beer closet. <laughs> I would have drank all your double decadent. That, that beer is really, really solid. Yeah. They definitely made a, a winner it with that one. It was a home one. run on that one. Rob, what's going on? Ugh. A whole lot just today has been a, 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 a nice long day. Started off uh, uh, doing a private trivia event for certified meeting professionals, which I didn't even realize there was a certification for such a thing. And it wasn't your, your normal trivia because it was actually questions from the CMP exam. <laughs> and so every question was typically two paragraphs. And I had to sit there and just read through these whole questions and go through the possibilities. Basically everything about Six Sigma. How was that fun? I, that's, that's what I didn't understand either. I mean, I, I guess they, they enjoyed it. And, you know, every table had a, a, a CMP, like a professional that was at their table, which and I kind of felt for a the bunch teams. Of amateurs. Yeah, I kind of felt for the teams that were in last place. I'm like, y'all might want to get your certifi- certifications <laughs> rechecked or some <laughs> shit. Because everybody, this should be tied, scored a whole way through. It's like the thinning for professionals. Right. If you fail right. on this test, you have to go get recertified. Y'all got to get recertified. But, you know, got through it and it was it was interesting. That, that's pretty much the only way I can put it. It's, it's, so was it about like Six Sigma and Black? Black belt and all yeah, that it stuff. Was, it, uh, no, I mean, it was it was basically about what you should be doing whenever you have any type of like conferences and 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 things like that in your hotels or resorts. Yeah, after action reviews and shit like that. <laughs> and you know, having you know process plans and and it was like a question where it just started off. It's like you're getting ready to set up a a, a conference at a hotel in North Dakota in the winter. I'm like, first <laughs> the. What am I doing out in Dakota in the winter? <laughs> That's what all the North Dakota people would be asking you too. <laughs> right. What are you why doing? Are you coming? Wait, is this? Are we? Why are we asking Rob that? <laughs> <laughs> Do you really have to ask that question? <laughs> Just curious. For 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 reference, uh, I I, my, I have friends who lived in South Dakota, so I've been to South Dakota. I, the dirt, the yeah, he's South. got South Dakota friends. We've all heard that statement South before. Dakota, it's okay. He's got friends from South Dakota. It's so. the remix. It's the remix. <laughs> remix. So yeah, that's that. That's pretty much. I the was going to say you're going hard with that oblivious already. Yes. Um, just yeah. Just, just, open just a figured beard. I was going to try the award-winning Griffin Claw Oblivious. Yeah. Of course, this is the. The 2017 Oblivious that I just picked up nice. on holiday. I yeah. thought I was the one going hard tonight, going to Motor City Gas before the show starts. Uh, Apparently, you're, go- you're yeah. going, you're Wait. going to the hard stuff right now. Uh, it's ten percent. You know, yeah, shit. It's, that's that's standard for our show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's... anything less than ten percent, you know, not, yeah. not, not, not welcome. Well, uh, no. no, no, not true, <laughs> not true. No, it's. Welcome. I mean, I was, I was all beer as well. On my way here, I was, uh, I stopped at uh, Great Lakes Roasting Company, and I saw that they had a. Uh, um, Don't tell me they had Brew Detroit's um, what you call it the Cerveza del Rey, and oh. it just reminded me of how good that actually that was when when we had them on here. I think that store right around the Campbell and um, right there at Eleven Mile. Yeah, Campbell and Todd. Uh, 
I forgot the name of the liquor. Like Grand, Grand, Grand Liquor? Royal. Royal, 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 Royal liquor. liquor. Yeah, they. I think they have um, the coffee, Griffin Claw coffee there. They have yeah, all they, of them there. Yeah. How do they still have them? People Their prices are a little they're higher. I know they're higher. Yeah. They're higher. I'd say if, if, I mean, Grey Lakes Roasting. They're, they're not that them. bad. <laughs> like, I, I, that's typically where I go when I need a last minute beer. And I know I'm paying about a, about a dollar over. Mm. And then when you get to the big bottles, you're paying a couple dollars more. I, say, yeah. I think the, the store over by my uh, work still has them too. Yeah, I went to where was I? Well, I was in, um, you know, I, I, just just a normal. I was in Petoskey, and um, just giant stack of KBS just sitting there, like, oh hey, what's going on? That's Arizona. I maybe. know. Yeah, but we're not in Arizona anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, people just aren't like retarded with beer out there either. So well, that too. That too. too they also shit. have other beers to to drink out there. True. Yeah. So uh, that's the voice of Dan. How you doing? Hey, what's up? It's been a while. Been a while. Yeah, it has. Direct from Arizona. Yeah, I'm in Arizona right now. I wish this rain's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't. We've, we've had nice weather for the past like week, week and a half, and then you come and, and it's just yeah, like, honestly, it turns to shit. You can't say that people in Arizona would drive any better than they did today. Oh no, people were driving like two miles an hour here, and I was getting pretty. But bad. they do the like, same thing out there. Not really. Oh, the I last drive. time I was out there visiting my dad, and I swear it rained in Phoenix, and people just drove like it was the first snowstorm. Well, we do get monsoons out there. That is a bit different than what's going on outside there. But Sand normally, monsoons? No, that's something. No. <laughs> gorilla no. monsoons? No. Gorilla monsoons. Rest in peace, gorilla. Yes, 10 bells. <laughs> but normally, I'll do 15 over and get tailgated for going too damn slow. So. Uh, what are you drinking over there? Uh, whatever you gave me, Rochester Red. It's a great beer. Pretty good. Go. I'm not All complaining. Right. I haven't right. had one in a while. I know. I, yeah. I traded you for a nice Bell's Amber, and I'm excited to drink that in a minute. Nice. <laughs> nice. So, uh, yeah, I'm drinking the Rochester Red myself. I uh, did have an interesting trip to I, – I went to three breweries this week. Uh-huh. I went to Beards okay. up in uh, Petoskey. I also went to Mackinac Trail, uh, which is in Petoskey. And then I went to Burnt Marshmallow, which I had. Hell in- yeah. That was a hell of a picture. Yes. It's the name of a brewery. Yes, it- dude. This is, they got. Really? We guess. <laughs> oh, so good. Okay. So the beer was good. Good beer. The place was really, really tiny. Yes. Like, I'm telling you right now, the tasting room's about the size of it's, this it, room. Yes. Yeah. But the outdoor part of the tasting room is actually really, really nice. Like, yeah. they have this giant acreage set up. Dan's looking at the so photo. So they put on a. Our- um, they actually marshmallow in the beer. Yeah, wow. yeah. They they um, roast a marshmallow over some. They put he put like some green thing on a plate and then lit it on fire. I don't know what he did. Um, I'm not very culinary. I assume it was culinary. We just drink the beer, Ken. That's yeah. So he burned it and then he's like, "Do you want me to blow it out before putting it in the?" Or do you want to blow it out before putting it in the uh, the beer? I'm like, "No, just put it in the beer. Beer's gonna put it out." <laughs> yeah. So I put it in the beer and. What was hysterical too is, is I'm trying to drink it. Obviously, um, you can't see it on camera because I don't have the front facing camera on, but I have a nice, you know, beard mustache. So like the the marshmallows hitting my beard and it's like sticking. I'm like, all right, I need to. <laughs> He's like, here, let me get you a fork to pull that out. So you pull it. <laughs> I, I tell you what, the beer tasted great. That marshmallow though, not a good idea to eat. No, it just did not taste. Right, man. When the, uh, Marsh Burt Marshmallow is the name of the brewery. Burt Marshmallow yeah. is the name of the brewery. Doesn't that corner you marketing wise? So that's just their <laughs> small porter. They still had another, I think, half dozen beers and then yeah. another. Uh, I want to say eight to ten wines. Yeah, but it's really um, interesting. I'm going to order an IPA from Burt Marshmallow. Like it just doesn't <laughs> seem like it works rolling off the tongue or something. You think about? Well, I, I think I think just the Burt Marshmallow is their shtick. I don't think that's the only. Yeah, I know. 
the only. It did look good. I saw your picture. It did look good. But yeah, that that would be difficult having it melt in your beer as you're trying to drink it. It was just attached to your face. Yeah, it just just kept going. It was really interesting though. So Burnt Marshmallow closed at like five o'clock on a weekday. Yeah, and so did like Mackinac City. Uh, or Mackinac Trail, both closed at like five or six o'clock. And there was another, there was a couple other breweries that closed so early. And then there are other breweries who don't open till four or five. So you could like do a few of those and then go to the others. Cause out there you still have Tunnel Vision, Stigs, uh, Petoskey Brewing, which I didn't go to, mm-hmm. um, and a couple others. But yeah, I, uh, after hitting two breweries, I was just like, I wasn't in the mood to kind of like brewery hop anymore. I just wanted to crash for the day. Sure. So oh, it was a lot of fun though. Um, Beards was really really good. Their brown ale was meh. Um, wow, I, I know when when I when I come across a brown ale and it's again it's it was an American style brown. It definitely wasn't English. It was a little too hoppy, a little too bitter. Not a fan, but it wasn't bad. Sure. Um, but they're doing a huge a bunch of construction there. But if you're out, uh, Beards has a really good uh, view right on the water, so you can get a pretty nice uh, view while you're drinking your beer. So uh, as you did here, we do have one more person in studio. We have a guest all the way from Holiday Market right down the road. <laughs> Ashley, how you doing? Uh, doing great tonight. You're like doing the rounds over here with all the uh, the beer shows and liquor shows. I saw that you were at Nick Drinks. and Yeah, I was just scheduling-wise. It kind of worked out that it was in the same two weeks. Honestly. Gotcha. I had them. I was going to do theirs way earlier, and then it just kind of got messed up and pushed back, and then there we are. So what is your job title over at Holiday? Um, I guess I'm technically the beer manager. The beer manager. Mm. How did you become a beer manager? Uh, many years of messing around, I guess. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I graduated from college in 2007 and uh, out at Western, and my wrote a boat. Yeah, my uh, it made me. You know, my major was in aviation administration, and in that time, the um, industry was going in the toilet. So I came back and I had always had a job at Holiday because I'd worked off and on through through college and high school. And I kind of came back and I didn't really have anything to do. So I kept looking for a job and just started working in their catering department, realized that I could get a job downstairs. So tried it out. And I, one reason or another, I just started really falling in love with beer right about then. Honestly, really started moving forward. I would say 2007 was the, the first turning point. And then I kind of carried it on from there. And it took uh, took the guy before me, no call, no showing, three times during the holidays for me to take his job, which that was pretty easy. <laughs> um, and then really on from there, I mean, I would say the beginning of 2008 is when I really, really took over. So it's been about 10 years now. And um, yeah, I, I've just tried to grow the department, do different things every year and just try to gra- grow a larger customer base. So one of the big things that you guys do over there is have beer to go. Um, is that a big selling point for people coming into your place or is it kind of just an extra that you can do while you sell the rest of your products i mean you're a full-on market you're Mm -hmm. uh, a literal full grocery store with prepared and you know ingredients food bakery everything so it's not you know people go there to shop are they going there just for your beer 100 percent. i i would say there's a lot of people that come just for the beer i have had customers over the last year they walk up to me and one guy goes, do you guys sell milk? And I was like, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> you know, and I mean, yeah, we do have a large customer base that specifically only shops for booze in general from us, which is really 
the great part about it. And then people that specifically only come for beer. I, there's a lot of people that get to know the market that way too because they come <clears> in <throat> for beer or they come in for other things and kind of move to us. I mean, I always said that our benefit was location and grocery and that was what helped me. But right now it seems to be shifting a bit and it seems to be I'm pulling people in for other parts of the store. So they come in for the beer and then they're like, oh, there's a bunch of other things you can purchase here. Oh, yeah. Great Cheese Island, prepared foods, meat department, everything. And they just start kind of walking around and realize, wow, there's a lot of cool stuff here. So I'm looking at what you have currently on draft and I see like an I like, are you guys turning enough beer to have an IPA on keg for growler only? Yep. It's moving pretty good. I, I pretty much as, as long as I put the right one on, they move at a continual basis. Have you put the wrong one on before? Oh, sure. It's happened. <laughs> if it sits too long, I try to take it off and just manage the loss and deal with it. With I was going to say, head. you can't really sell an open keg of beer, can you? No, absolutely not. We just scrap it, essentially. Just drain, pour it. That just blows my mind. Yeah. Hold, on, hold on, I can't, can't wrap my head around that. That you just like, drain pouring a keg. No, not well that too. Yes. <laughs> well, we don't pour it out. We just return it for the deposit. I mean, usually they're almost all the way empty. It's not like I'm taking off kegs that are half full. Okay. It's stuff that's almost all the way gone. Eighty. 80, 90 percent. I mean, if you really need some help, there's a really good brewer, like uh, beer show on Friday nights <laughs> that would definitely help you finish it. I mean, you don't want to send a halfway, you know, a half filled keg or oh, a quarter yeah. filled oh, yeah, keg of back. Not. And I, you know, I, we usually don't. And it's uh, it's only something that happens when if a beer's been sitting there for a week or two, and if a different keg could be on there selling way faster, then that decision just has to be made. It can't sit there. Well, after selling the beer for a certain price, can't you? price it to go, like price it to sell, because you've already sold it for how much you well, purchased it for, so you've already... Well, it depends, yeah. At a certain point through the keg, I could drop it to whatever the cost per ounce would be, but honestly, that probably isn't still going to get people in the door for it. If they weren't interested in it at for what is always, almost always a reasonable price, it's kind of hard to say that they would be interested in it for a, even at a discounted rate. And just be, you know, think if you're that person that showed up the day before and brought a growler for... You know, thirty dollars, and you dropped it to eighteen. I'm yeah, like, exactly. Uh, yeah, there, there, me a, there'd be some disappointment in there. For so sure. you should give me the next one for you know six dollars, as opposed to. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather run through a whole keg at a discount rather than try to discount it halfway through. That just doesn't look good anyway. You guys have a lot of heavy beers though that go through there. Like I, I can't mm. imagine buying like I, I see DKML for a sixty-four ounce growler. I just can't. Who's drinking 64 ounces of it? Well, I would assume you would. <laughs> right here. What the no fuck? way. <laughs> Rob. No. Not no in one day, that's no. for sure. <laughs> yeah, I went there. I did. <laughs> Is this guy serious? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, get, a, don't mess it up my hair, dude. Matt yeah. comes oh, in yeah. late. Not in a in a single setting. Yeah, you both say you drink that well, in a single now setting. Now I need oh, to apparently. Hell no. Man. Hell no. What's up, Ashley? The, 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 hey, the amount that I gave Dan during the, the summer beer fest, he was he was already done with it. Well that was at the end of the day in a hundred degree heat. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it shit was good, wasn't <laughs> but it? Was still, yeah, I still drank it. <laughs> I, and I, I almost and, and stopping in there today before I came in here, I, I, I almost got like a, a, a growler or just like a, a howler of that. Of DKML. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh I'm, just shocked. Been... I'm shocked when people buy 64 ounces of no rules. Honestly, when we have that growler on, that was... I mean, if you've got a party going on, then that's a big party. That, that's a big, that's a big party. It's a big, but I mean, it's I guess per ounce. I would think for that, I, I kind of felt like the price for that was. Either just like on par or slightly cheaper than than buying a bomber. It's cheaper than the bottle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, what a bargain. Shit. What a a bargain. (laughs) (laughs) Eddie Eddie Murphy reference. Get out of here. All right, I got you. All right. So you've been, uh, you sell draft beer. You obviously have a huge beer selection. Um, you guys don't do liquor there, do you? Or do oh, you yeah. Guys, you guys do full liquor, <laughs> yeah, too? An enormous amount of liquor goes through our store, yeah. Man, I guess I just rocked down the wrong aisle as I go through the... <laughs> it's right next to the beer. It's, like, right beyond the rack. Oh, that's Other probably side. why. I know no. you were looking for a bottle of 151, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> that was discoed. They don't make that anymore. Really? Really? What? Wait a oh. minute. Hold on. Hold on. Time Uh-oh. out. Time out. Time out. Uh oh. That's a what? huge. So Bacardi 151 is no longer you being can't made. Get it what? Anymore. Or just in Michigan. Uh, you know, don't know that for a hundred percent fact, but I know that it's not here anymore. I was gonna say I I see it on the shelves at a lot of the bars that I work <laughs> at. Oh yeah, it may still be there. I I mean I still have a. I, I think I still <laughs> have like a. How often do you think people buy that? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on where you go. I've been to places where it's like a huge seller, and then I've been to places because. Wow. Uh, yeah, no, it, oh, you know, no. they they I, uh, yeah. they they buy like people will buy it just because of the price point and how much, you know, the ABV oh, yeah. that you oh, get. Uh, according to Wikipedia, it was discontinued in 2016. Oh, I'm disappointed. Are I you honestly even a fan. Not at all. It used to be. <laughs> oh, hold, still, on. Yeah. hold on. No, yeah. time if you're going to go that big, you might as well just go Everclear. Well, like we're going to have to step oh. up to Everclear now. <laughs> no more one like the Wisconsin style, not the Michigan Everclear. No, not not, not 17 anymore, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> What are we going to make our Sunny D's with if we can't get 151? <laughs> I, see, I, was, I was always a, a, a flaming Dr. Pepper type of person. <sighs> I've, that, that was basically, I, I did that to everyone. Like, you know, their 21st birthday, I wanted to make sure they remembered it. So I gave them a flaming, <laughs> a flaming Dr. Flaming Pepper, Dr. Pepper. I, I still have, you know what, I'm going to bring it next week. I, I have a pint of 151 at home. Well, I guess we're going to have to drink that. <laughs> Looking at this news article, they said, no official reason was ever given as to why it was discontinued, but it's a pretty good guess that Bacardi got sick of being sued. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> like, don't you think Bacardi would be like too far removed from that transaction to get sued? Because there would so. be like drinker. Like person who sold them said drink, sure. place where they got said bottle to pour said drink, right? Wholesaler who provided said bottle to said yeah. seller, bro. That's opening way too many no, doors it's, right it's now. It's directly their products. It. They made it. That's really all that matters. But they only sold it to a supplier or a warehouse. They didn't necessarily sell or, it to the person who, for some reason, put it in their body. Well, true, but the end product was made by them. It's kind of I I get what you're saying. It's it's tough, but. It doesn't matter. They were purchased anyway, and I'm sure that's part of the process of why they got rid of it. Well, there's also, I mean, there, there's another 151 um, beer, uh, Cruisin, rum, not beer, uh, Cruisin. Was talking, a, a does Don Q still make a 151? Is that still around? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would go to... I don't know for sure. There's an overproof rum that we carry from... Um, oh, my God, I'm going to blank on it. That's okay. I think, yeah, I think there's... Um, like God, they make a pineapple. They make a couple other things. I can't remember what it's called. Is it just called overproof rum? I, it's part part of it. Yeah, I, I can't believe that, that would be the specific one, but it could be. Couldn't tell you. Rumcompany.com. Rum. <laughs> rum. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what goes good with Yoohoo, right? Rum. Rumpelstiltskin, baby. <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin's good man. So are you. Oh, oh plantation. Plantation. Plantation okay. overproof is sixty nine percent. Yeah, Don Q still makes one fifty one. There you go. Yeah, they do. Lord. That's what's up right there. 
Well, that's so because whenever I talk to like bars and stuff and I'm trying to sell like, you know, the, not sell the point of sale system, but explain how the system works. Because um, obviously, as we talk about, you know, beer tails and cocktails and all this stuff, you can't in your system just like, you know, you can't have every single cocktail ever made in a point of sale system because there's 10,000 plus all the bullshit tipsy bartender puts out mm-hmm. that everyone, you know, bartenders hate tipsy bartender, by the way. Well, I don't know what tipsy bartender is. Tipsy bartender creates these ridiculous drinks and then... Is it like the untapped of the liquor world? No, it's it's not like a rating system. They basically create these ridiculous drinks and then people go to bars asking for those <laughs> drinks to be made. <laughs> and the bartender's like, I have no idea what the hell you're the talking fuck? about. And so, of course, they're going to attempt to make it as best as possible but one there's no true way to price it because it's like you need one sixth rum you need one eighth white tequila you need one you know all these small little things just to make the the harry potter you know hogwarts beer or the ankles in the air oh yeah and tipsy bartender <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let me guess yeah vodka pink lemonade and beer Vodka, pink lemonade, beer. Yeah, that's my guess I'll for let, I'll let you know what's called ankles in the air. Oh, I thought he was confirming. I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, the internet's it. crapping out right now. So. I thought he Sorry. had it. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll get back to you on that one. Right. I mean, that's what we used to make at our house parties. So do you manage more than just the beer, or do you stick with just the beer over there? No, I strictly manage the beer, but um, our liquor guy, I've kind of worked hand-in-hand hand with him, mostly in the bourbon set, and... Um, a few other things in between, bourbon, scotch, the whiskeys in general, because that's been the booming industry when it comes to liquor. So I'm kind of helping him out with that. Those are my two avenues. Do you have your own wine guy, too, or does that? Yeah, there's a sommelier in the aisle, okay. too. Are you a Cicerone, or are you just? No, I haven't done that. Do you, do I'm you just, just a layman. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but however, do you keep up with the CBYs? <laughs> I would say, actually, you know what? Just as, as far as as far as the site is concerned, I think it keeps up with the CBI's CBY's pretty damn well. Because actually, because uh, your Facebook page has been one of the few that really keeps everybody in line to basically say not only here's what we have, but actually giving updates to let people know when it's gone. And yeah, I think that's a terrible idea. By the way. <laughs> Well, I just hate people <laughs> running in there being pissed off about something. I'm well, like, well, I kind of have no control. Do you guys? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean yeah, if you, you guys got people, ran out. I, I guess you could see it from from a, a a selling standpoint where if somebody comes in and it's not there, well, they may walk out with something else to actually spend money. But you know, when all of those odd side fruit sickles were hitting, and I'm thinking, okay, I might have a chance. And then I go back to the site at 4.30, and we are out of odds. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, then I guess I'm just going to go home then. Like, uh, 90% of the people that are looking for limited, said limited beer walk in, turn around, walk out. Do I you mean, know them coming? Worse. Like, when If you're like at the end of the aisle, do you can you like pick who is looking for that? Like, I mean, they, they've got the whole really tight stance, like, I just crap my pants, but I'm trying to find a toilet. <laughs> and they're really looking like... It's over in the produce aisle, by the way. <laughs> but, like, can you tell, like, when someone's just trolling for a bottle, like, they, they're in there, like... They're nah, looking for the rare stuff. Not always, I guess. Um, you just yeah. can't for the most part, but... What about on Black Friday? Like, can you know. tell the ones who are shopping? Hey, you mean everyone? It, no, no, <laughs> one, no one's in a grocery store on Black Friday unless they're looking for beer. Or, I mean, in a liquor beer store. I mean, that's what they're in there for. They're looking for Bourbon County. I mean, there's no other reason for you to be walking in there. Otherwise, they're grabbing something out of the cooler on the other end. But most people are shopping malls. They're not in 
beer stories. I mean, you, you can only do so much with turkey, right? So you got to do something <laughs> else. <laughs> well, the other thing is probably most of those people bought their booze the day before or the day before that. So usually they're good. Yeah, but they drink it the day before that. Yeah, you think and they so. Have, they usually buy an overabundance of it. Because they have to tolerate a family. Yeah. <laughs> Your family that bad on Thanksgiving, Matt? You know, I've been to the Lions game the last two Thanksgivings, so I can't really confirm one way or the other. But it's Mother's Day, I'll tell you three what. sheets to the wind by the time you get home to where it doesn't matter. But I'll tell you what, Mother's Day is coming up. It is coming. Yeah. Good alcohol fueled holiday, is. right there. And I kind of remember last year's Mother's Day. You know what your mother would probably love? A gift card to Brown Iron Brew House oh. over in Washington Township. His mother's not That's driving a, that far north in Macomb County. A good pull Wait, right there. Doesn't your mom live in Romeo? Uh, oh, we used to live she? in Romeo, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, we still have 25 in Van Dyke. Because I graduated from Ike, so it's literally right up the street. Yeah, just, just, just like a half mile north. Oh, Dan. I guess she can walk there. Never mind. <laughs> no, she'll take her horse and buggy nice up. Daniel. Daniel. Right. That's a short we Uber don't trip. have horse and buggy parking. No, but right across yeah. at the municipal park. Lot there is, so you can go check out uh, Brown Iron Brew House with uh, over sixty-five taps, lots of food. You got any events coming up soon? So what, sixty-six taps? Sixty-nine. Whoa. Sixty-eight. Now you want? Rob, you and, seemed really excited. And one outside. Oh yeah. That is. <laughs> he opened the door. <laughs> Something close to what Rob said. One through the back door. Uh, next week is wow. Craft Beer Week, so we're tapping some pretty good beers throughout the week to celebrate. All Michigan. So do you not usually have Michigan Craft Beer on tap? Or? No. I'm specifically showcasing Michigan Craft Beer for Craft Beer Week. So you have roughly 66 taps going right now? Uh, we have more than that. We have 70. Okay, so of those 70 <laughs> beers on tap, <laughs> that's how many you have. <laughs> 69 one at a time. <laughs> so of that 70, 70 taps, how many of those taps are Michigan right now? Probably about 50%. Really? Yeah. That low? Do you, oh, did I, you don't. I don't. I don't. I don't Because you you said that we're tapping Michigan Craft Beer Week like you've never had Michigan well, Craft Beer. But it's, like, no, it's, not it's, to be it's American Craft yeah, Beer Yeah, yeah, yeah. Week, not, not to be Michigan. confused with like um, a whole U.S. showcase. I just am like doing like a, a Michigan regional tap showcase. Yeah, so like May 17th, you can go uh, get the UP. UP beers up there. Well, yeah, you could. There's. <laughs> can I, can I, t- while we're talking about the UP, so I, uh, I recently found a taco truck near my house. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I, I know you think, there's, where's there's this going? way too many jokes in there. So <laughs> the, UP, the taco truck was from the UP because it had a 906 number on it. Right? Okay. So I spent $7 on a taco truck. Okay. Now, I would have thought that's two to three tacos, right? No, it's one taco. That oh, was no. one, like... Freezer taco size taco. To take their asses back Rice to Mackinac Island or wherever the hell they're from. <laughs> so you know, never been one good ass taco. It was it was good, but I'm not gonna celebrate a seven dollar taco. To be honest, well, yeah, because just one. Exactly. So it also, to be fair, it came with a small side of rice, some beans, chips, and salsa. Again, probably two dollars all in. So I mean, the racket that he's got is is fantastic. I mean, you bought it, it's, so I, I'm, I'm at a brewery. I'm at a brewery locally. It's it says taco truck. I mean, I'm like a fly to shit, right? Where the hell are you, Detroit Fleet? <laughs> no, I was on my side of town. Oh. So the other one. So oh, they asked me. Oh, so they asked me how was the food. I'm like, it's good, but if you would have told me I'm going to get one taco, there's no way I would have given you seven dollars. Well, then he tells me, well, 
our meat is, you know, $4 a pound. I'm like, I, you didn't give me a pound of meat. You gave me a three-bite taco. So I'm, like, I'm like, you got a dollar worth of meat. Right. I, I might or have less. got like, I might have got like 30 cents worth of meat. I'm, I'm looking at the page right now from uh, uh, Jamex's page. Senior's food? Yeah, I mean, it was, don't get me wrong, it was good. <laughs> Generic can you wow. get for it? <laughs> If you're gonna give me like three tacos for ten north. bucks, if you're gonna give me three tacos for ten bucks, we're all good to go. But if you're gonna give me basically a taco that might is smaller than this beer can, and then rice and beans to fill up said beer can, and be like eight bucks, I'm I'm, I'm gonna laugh in your face. So you got my pussy. You get you guys were laughing. So when I was in the um, Petoskey, there's two Mexican restaurants in Petoskey. There's La Senoritas. Oh, and that's not very Mexican. La no. Ristorante. La Senoritas has been around for ages. Yeah, and that too. is that is the most like San Antonio Tex-Mex place in the world. Is it? Yeah, because they have. I, I didn't eat there. I just drove by. So it. I'm like, oh, that's they have. Name. They, it's actually just called Las. Like they have one at Central where I went, and they have five dollar burger and a beer night. Uh, every Thursday, or they did it at one point, and that was the place to be on Thursday. Plus, they have the chips and salsa bar, which you typically run through four to five times. Because <laughs> what, what, what are the options at a chips and salsa bar? <laughs> um, copious amounts of chips and multiple types of salsa. Oh, my God. Oh, this bar. I can imagine that I, in a college this bar. This brings me back to my Chili's days of just that stupid chip machine in the back. And just like people going ham on chips and salsa. It sounds like how you get sick. (laughs) Well, you have 20,000 undergrads going through the same chips and salsa bar. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But I mean, you get a $5 bacon cheeseburger when you're broke and it's like a half pound and then you get like a dollar beer and you're like king, king shit for the, for the minute. (laughs) For the minute. minute. King shit. (laughs) Yeah. So working over at a holiday, um, like. What's it like dealing with distributors trying to get, you know, specific beers? Because obviously the expectation is is that you guys are supposed to get every single beer that comes out. Yeah, but not everything. I mean, I temper those expectations with certain things. It just depends. Like we didn't, I mean, we were able to get older Asputin, but not two years ago, not the third year before that, because I just flat out don't sell that much North Coast. And I explain that to people. I'm like, yeah, we don't sell a lot of North Coast regulars, so I don't really expect to get Old Rasputin barrel-aged. I mean, it's just the way it is. And, I mean, it it goes that way with certain things. But I essentially try to manage our selection so that all the beers that are hyped up and ready to come out, I'm selling the base brands for those beers to make sure we get them. And, I mean, I used to sell you guys beer, and I've taken your order a few times. So, I mean, I I can speak from experience that – you know, he knows when stuff's about to come out, so he'll up his order of those brews or those brands. So he's on the list. Plus, I always know when he, you know, when those lists would come out of, all right, we're getting allocated items. Holiday was always you know, number one or number two just because we, we knew we had, you know, a partner. Because what you don't, what people don't understand on the, on the wholesaler end is we need people down channel who know beer, who can sell beer, who can educate beer and help people through their, beer journey, as they call it, to get them from Miller Lite to that Blue Moon uh, line Google stage to your next kind of smaller and smaller macros. So when you have an active beer person at a party store or a grocery store, you know, that's really a, a relationship you want to cultivate because they're going to do more selling of your beer than you ever can. Well, I mean, Ashley's kind of an anomaly in regards to being an active person, you know, that's not just primping whatever beer that just walked in the door like 
the amount of stuff that he, you know, he they have their own. You have your own Facebook page just for the beer, mm-hmm. yeah. and you know, I I see everything that comes on because I'm a, like I, I did the whole follow first or see first just so I can see what comes out in case anything piques my interest, but. When you're you're having, you know, it's it's definitely an interesting situation because, as you mentioned, you have to buy this so much beer of other beers. You have to buy so much uh, Green Zebra just so you can get a certain amount of KBS. Well, I tip, not Green I, Zebra specifically. I but. think it's more of the portfolio, like the whole brand line. Yeah, yeah, it's not necessarily just Green Zebra or just a brand, but you have to have founders. Like I remember having sold against Bell's. I know that in December you better have two. Bell's handles if you expect to get over on in March. So you would ha- so I'd go into a bar trying to sell against that Bell's handle and they're like, no, we have to keep two on because if we don't keep the second on, we're not going to get over on or we're not going to get the, at least the... Probably the, looking for a hop slam at that point. Well, yeah, so we're going to keep hop slam on. Or actually, I think that's what it was is yeah, going we have to slam. keep a hop slam and then we're going to flip to, to uh, Oberon, but they're going to have Best Brown and Winter Ale or something that's slower just because they get conned into it, like if we're not going to get two of them, then we're not going to give you the first wave of Hop Slam or Oberon. Mm. And I mean, it's you know Oberon, you know, on a separate note, is such a day now where that's the day that all summer beers are released. Even I'm sure you kind of got approached with the the Shandy, you know, you know, mm. Liney in mid February. Yeah, their February release, and then um, Sam Adams is not much far after that, honestly. But summer beers don't really take off till Oberon hits, so it's kind of they didn't even really take off then. Oberon's <laughs> just taking off, and then the rest of the summer beers lag until right about now. So, so do you kind of do you feel is. this is a game that is a necessity to play as a beer uh, purchaser, like uh, you know the third tier in the line? Do you feel like this is a necessity of a game, or do you feel that there are improvements that can happen within the the three tier system so that you're not forced to do two lines of bells, and then someone has to try to sell against those two lines of bells just so that person can get hop slam. No, I like the way it is. You do? Yeah, it's set up so that I'm smart and I take advantage of it. Okay. And I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'd rather have other party stores and everybody else just doesn't know what they're doing and does the wrong thing. Now, we, I mean, that's a unique take. So we, we've, we've thought about the three-tier system, that how it sucks because so much beer comes through so few channels. But, I mean, I know that you get more than just your wholesalers. You get your, your Sam Adams rep. You get a Magic Hat rep. You get Name That Beer rep. So, I mean, you guys do get you know reps that end up selling you through the wholesaler. So mm-hmm. do you like the fact that you get reps from every brand or do you think it'd be or would it be easier for you to simplify it to just get I mean I know your powers rep he represents a portfolio and you can talk about your right brain, your thirsty dog, your um your griffin claws but I mean you're <clears throat> a place that could in theory handle a rep from each individual brewery yeah. avoiding the three-tier system totally. Now, would that be something that you would be for, or would you, do you prefer to have less? No, I'd rather it was split. No one person can know that much, and that's kind of the problem. It creates a problem when you get just a distributor rep in, and they have 40 brands, more brands. That's a low number for some of the distributors. And you can't possibly know everything about every brand. So I like when the individual reps come in and can talk to me specifically about what's going on with their brewery, what's coming up next, what they're doing, what they're doing to improve things, what changes they're making, things like that. So I, I really enjoy having individual brewery reps come in for the most part, the ones that I like, which is most of them. But 
<laughs> oh, that was that was a good is, there, save. is there one that you want to tell us that you're not a big fan of? No. <laughs> <laughs> Shot that one down really quick. Yep. We we always find it interesting because obviously we had a good conversation when fermentation week came out last year mm-hmm. uh, when we had the panel and we had uh, you on as well as um, God I can't think of the name who was in the the distro line uh, but as well as a, a couple of the brewer reps and for me. In regards to the three-tier system, I don't foresee a better option that works for all three. The one thing I personally don't like is how tier one can own tier two. Um, and you have your Bud House, your your Miller House, and you see a lot of these forced where you have to sell, you know, purchase other brands. You know, you, it almost feels like you're getting, you know, your arm twisted just to to sell beer. Do you feel that way or do you feel like you've gamed the system to where – you know, it no, I'm anymore. at the point where I don't have to take it. Well, I don't think anybody has to take anything. I mean, but I've, I've you just kick it out the door and keep the keep the rest of your order. Well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I've, I've kind of made it clear that flat out, this is not going to sell in here, so I don't want it. And that's, I mean, that's it's dollars and cents in my limited amounts of space, and that's all I have to present. So whenever they come to me with things that I believe that I cannot move, I don't take it. And I, Juan, when you say. Uh, tier one owns tier two. Are you suggesting that Bud owns the suppliers? Well, doesn't Bud own like supplier houses, like tier two houses? Not no. here in Michigan. No, they're franchised. Yeah, I mean, here in Michigan, if you're if you are a tier two, I think you're in the best spot because you have your lifetime contracts with tier one, mm-hmm. and if you have that, you know, for instance, we're in Hubert, right? So if you're in Oakland County and you're a Hubert rep, Fabiano, there's no more Hubert. Oh, Hubert. Okay, well, I guess <laughs> that beats that. Like, if you are the Budweiser house right now, the Budweiser wholesaler, you're never going to lose that contract because Budweiser can't find another house here. So you're kind of in the catbird seat if you're in the tier two. You know, tier, you know everything. All that shit was decided. 70, 80 years ago. <laughs> Unless your business is going down like Hubert's was and Fabiano comes in and says, here's some money and buys you. Yeah, and uh, that's kind of what happened. So, yeah, Fabiano's a huge bud house now. But it is what it is. They're Wayne County, Oakland County. All the way up? All the way up. Yeah, all the way up to the Bay State. I was going to say, yeah, I see them over in, they're in the Tri-City area as one of their headquarters right off they're of. Huge uh, they were warehouse. What's that? Ten, 10 or 20 that they, goes across. 20. 20. Yep. Yeah. So we're going to take a, a quick break. And we will be right back. Better on Draft Podcast. And we are back. Episode 130, Better on Draft Podcast. What is that big bottle you got over there, uh, Ashley? Uh, Oops. I brought a Goose Island Brasserie Noir to share. They're um, Imperial Stout aged in cab barrels for 12 months. It is a new release. We only got it maybe a week ago. But um, Untap's pretty high on it. But I figured I'd bring it to share because I don't know much about it. Well, we can't drink it because it's not craft beer. <laughs> no, just go drain pour that. Let's, let's just video a drain pour, put it on. But let's, uh, let's drink it, then put water in it, then drain pour it. Gats, uh, Gatsby uh, label on there. I like it. Good Lord. It's because they use the word noir. Oh, he's up. <laughs> that's that's that adds an extra eight dollars to the bottle is simply for that four letter. Do you think word that's noir. real gold on the label? Clearly. Yeah, very. Gold filigree. Solid gold. gold Isn't that weird? So uh, while we uh, get that poured, we'll bear with the beer news. Yeah, I can't drive. It's so like official. I forgot what that sounds like. I don't have. Oh, yeah, I don't watch TV. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So before we go to the the news, so somebody messaged um, 
uh, me who listens to the show and they're like, because they were talking about our conversation about TV and cutting the cable. Uh, so they wound up getting YouTube TV just to uh, try it so, out. I, did, I, did, I, did, do, I did do some research. You did some research? Yeah, I, I called AT&T angrily this week. And I got three HBO, so hey. You tell them to fire Cohen. Mm. I would say they probably, fire they, Cohen. They, they, they probably <laughs> just decided, you know, we'll take that. We'll take that as part of the six hundred million that you know that we paid off. So that's all right. Pour me a small one. Because right. <laughs> you know he doesn't do stouts. Yeah, weakling. Well, it'll be different. I, I don't want to put a diaper across the back of my throat. Okay, yeah, we got one more over. <laughs> what? One more. One more. The man does Here. not. Perfect. There's just enough. That's all, that's all you, Matt. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, you. Yeah, take that. So uh, with segment two, the news. All right, with segment two, that takes us into the news. As Thank you, sir. Takes you, you to the moves, huh? The takes moves. to the moves. Takes to the moves, which puts take you the in bridge. the bridge. Take, take it to the house. Take it to the bridge. Turn it As brought to you by Sporkle Live, which, of course, Sporkle Live has... <laughs> Well over 300 shows, and we're in 12 states. I screwed that up last week because we're actually in 12 states, not 11. We're, we're, we've got shows in California right now in the Oakland and SF area. and our Welcome to Oakland, bitch! Exactly. And, and my brother lives like just outside of that in Berkeley, too, so he gets to see that every day. Uh, but our spotlight location of the week is Homegrown Brewing. You can find them at uh, 28 North Washington Street in Oxford. Uh, it's just north of Burdick Road. So any any people out in the I guess I guess is that still Oakland County? Is that north uh, of fourteen still, mile? Yes, that, that is north of fourteen that is miles. Oakland County. So for, that... for so for me that is up north. So that is up north in Oxford. <laughs> yeah, that is that remains yes. Oakland County. Uh, so that's they, where yeah, yeah, where the Richville cabin quite got to. Yeah, exactly. They stop in Clarkston. Yeah, true. Oh yeah. Oh okay. That's what well, you go to the palace and that's it. Uh, yes. Oh, you exactly. go to the palace and you keep well, following seventy five. I don't know what you go into the palace for, uh, but you can go palace out here for it. trivia. Is that still open? <laughs> what? No, it's the palace. The no. palace. No. 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 Only if you're really rich, you can just walk in. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but homegrown <laughs> brewing's got uh, trivia going on every Wednesday night, seven thirty and eight thirty. You can go check out uh, the self proclaimed uh, greatest. Lions fan of all time, the mighty Matchwork. He's he's the man who's out there hosting out there. So you can go check out his show. Quick shot every out. Wednesday, seven thirty and eight thirty. There's a restaurant right next to it uh, called Red Naps. Shout out to Red Naps. They have the greatest turkey club wrap I've ever eaten in my life. So if you like turkey club wraps, that's the place to go. Turkey club wraps. You heard it here first. Yeah. Oh, yeah, better on draft. <laughs> a couple events. Obviously, we've got our bracket. There are brackets brewery challenge that uh, went down <laughs> with uh, Baffin winning that again. Uh, again, are yes. you shocked? <laughs> well, we won't be next. We will be next year because Baffin's not going to be in it. Uh, so the keg party is going to be happening this or well, not next. this Sunday. Next Sunday, sorry, Mother's Day. Uh, this is happening next Sunday, May the twentieth. Keg is getting tapped at noon. Uh, be prepared to enjoy some Mango Unchained. So whoever comes in wanting some of that, you're going to get a pint of that for free until that sucker runs out. So coming out the Baffin Sunday, May 20th. Their shandy is, three. they just released a shandy. Mm-hmm. Super good. Um, they don't do it together. The lemonade is not in the barrel with the beer. It, they're, so they're, they have a lemonade handle. Mm-hmm. And then they have an American wheat handle, and they mix them together. So they've been shanding a lot of their other beers as well. So they have a James Vander Creek, <laughs> which is a cherry Belgian. Wait, do you want to wait? I don't want to wait for this life to be over. 
So they have a Shandy <laughs> Vandergreek. It's a che- uh, it's a cherry triple. There was their collab with Dragon Mead. It's a sneaky ten point two, and then you put a little lemonade in it, and it's stupid good. Okay. So yeah, James Vandergreek. Nice that <laughs> name. I, know. I mean, their Shandy's called Macho Man Shandy Savage. Oh yeah. <laughs> I snapped into that bitch real quick. <laughs> Another event going on. Uh, actually, this one is happening tomorrow. River Rouge Brewing Company is having their third anniversary. Great uh, beer. Great Head beer. up there. It's on 4th Street in downtown Royal Oak. They're going to be having some an all-barrel-age flights. Oh. oh, that'll be a fun and, time. Uh, some limited barrel-age bottles that are going to be released. Yeah. So definitely go check them. Reserve I'd your Uber now. I was just saying, does it come with a there. free Uber ride? <laughs> <laughs> Here's your flight and your Uber. <laughs> your flight and your flight home. Yeah. I, I would love to go check that out. Hopefully I get a chance. All right, so we're going to get into a couple things. This one was, I thought this one was funny as hell because uh, I, I definitely wanted your opinions on this one. Uh, so we mentioned last week that the uh, Craft Brewers Conference uh, happened last week. And uh, during that conference, there were some things that were said that uh, the chairman of Molson Cure Coors, why can't I say shit today? Molson Coors. Molson Coors. <laughs> Drink some more of that. <laughs> I know. Pete Coors was not too happy about. Uh, so Eric Wallace, the co-founder of Left Hand Brewing and is the chairman of the Brewers Association, he stated in his address, the many faux craft, crafty, captive, cap, capitulated, <laughs> and acquired brands are weapons in the arsenal of the big breweries and used to control as much of the market as possible. These guys are out to eat our collective lunch and take your kids' lunch money as well. Now, Pete Damn. decided like to, to send kids lunch money. <laughs> Did he do an ad with people's lunch yeah. money? Then Pete, Pete would age. then getting into an adventure with his other brother Pete, decided to state in an open letter: the leadership of the Brewers Association does a great disservice to the entire beer value chain by attempting to pit one part of the industry against another. You undermine your credibility by pitting us against one another to the ultimate detriment of the entire beer industry. Now, this I actually found, and I kind of came across this on Twitter, uh, a guy named Scott Metzger under the Twitter handle Beer Monkey. I still can't say shit. What did Artie Uh, say? He basically said, um, this is coming from a company that has insinuated men aren't men by drinking fruit beers, has paid distributors bonuses for limiting other suppliers, has opposed market access initiatives for for small brewers, and believes that Coors does not want unity, but rather uniformity, going back to the good old days when craft beer was really just kind of a hobby in the garage. Well, Who's can really... You, I, I, you, you lost me there. So this Scott Metzger guy, is he yeah. talking shit about Coors? He's talking shit about Coors. Yeah. Did, oh, but hold on. let's. Isn't he confusing... AB InBev with Coors, though, because it sounds like a lot of those things that he just charged Coors with doing were actually done by AB InBev. They both have done it. Because I don't think, I don't remember the last time, I mean, was it AB InBev or was it Seb Miller that prevented the hop crops from going to craft beer breweries? That was ABI. Yeah. Who did that, that South African, the the whole hops thing. Who was the one that made fun of fruit beers? Was that, I don't know, I don't remember seeing that because. The the pumpkin peach ale ad, that that was Budweiser. Because, you know, I'm pretty sure that. Miller Coors has the largest fruit beer sold in the world right now, which is Summer Shandy. Oh. So, I know, Country Time Ale. Yes, I get it. Yes. I get it. But this, it sounds like... I'm glad you adopted the name. 
I appreciate that. It seems like at, this is what I we had this conversation a few weeks ago that people charge what ABI does with Miller cores, Molson cores, and everybody else, while they may fall under an umbrella. It's just what ABI is doing doesn't mean what they're doing. I've always thought, and here's my naivete, that Miller Coors is the macro brewery that sacks the micros but lets them keep doing their thing. Like, you don't see Coors telling Keith Via and Blue Moon what to do. You don't see Miller telling the Lonnie Kugel guys what to do. Um, but they're talking, talking about the largest brands for them. I mean, you got to look at, like, what Terrapin and other breweries that Miller Coors owns, but they make sure that you don't know they own them. I mean, I feel, I feel like that's that's much smaller but, ratio because ABI, you definitely know who. Well, most uh, some people know who ABI owns and comes out in the market. Gosh, that Golden Road. Yeah, I was gonna say I call bullshit on that because everyone's pumping. Up. I went to another local craft brewery uh, uh, for the Derby. I went to Howlers and Growlers, Gross Point Park, mm-hmm. and I saw a plethora of Ballast Point and Golden Road. As uh, for a place that says craft beer and only craft beer, half their taps because I mean they just just have a Ballast Point takeover mm-hmm. was Golden Road and Ballast Point, which are two massive faux craft breweries. Correct. And yeah. I mean, if you then if you cl- include the founders, almost more than half of their beer wasn't craft beer, although they purport to be a a growler filling station. They pride themselves on gr- great beer. By the way, their their tacos are really good. <laughs> They're not so, I mean, seven dollars for one. It's like nine for three. And I was, oh, that's yeah, a good I mean, deal. That's not, bad. that's not bad. So I mean, as far as far as the 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 quotes from for, between Wallace and Coors, I mean, who I guess whose side are are, are are should we be even looking at? I mean, who's in the right here? I mean, is it is it Wallace who's basically saying that big beer needs to stay the hell out of our lunch boxes? Or Coors saying we need to actually be unified. And, I mean, I guess when he's saying unified, I assume that is saying to be unified, to be able to take out the market share that wine and spirits has started to take away from them. I read that as little beer needs to pick up against big beer bullies. But as I discussed earlier when I was actually like Coors owns Blue Moon, which people, the layman, considers a craft beer. So what happens is somebody will drink a Coors, they'll when they're 16, 17, because it's piss water, you know, or it's or it's canoe sex, whatever you want to call it. Thanks, beer girls. And then, and then what happens is when people get older, they try their crafty beer, their Blue Moon, their Summer Shandy, their diabetes ciders, and then after they realize they like that, they then try their other wheat beers or other beers of that category of the macros they like. So. Really, it sounds to me like beer is a ladder, and the macro or the micros are the top of the ladder, and the macros are the bottom. So, to get on the ladder, you need the bottom rung. You need PBR. You need Coors Light. You need that macro logger to get people to walk up the ladder to your Bell's Founders, Odd Sides, Atwaters, Pigeon Hills, etc., which are on top. So, I mean, let's be. I don't know anybody who's going to be sixteen and who's just going to start drinking barrel aged stouts. <laughs> Damn, so, maybe. <laughs> but they didn't have that back in the thirties. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, so you need macro beer to make micro beer functional. Thanks for right. embracing your AARP card. I'm like, where <laughs> the hell did you pull Pigeon Hill out of your ass? And then I see <laughs> the Pigeon <laughs> Hill can. That's I'm why. like, I'm like, Oddside, New Holland, you know, all, and then Pigeon. I'm like, 
they make good beer, but really? <laughs> like, I, I, I see the can now. So we're, we're going to kind of go back a little bit because obviously this is something, you know, the, the, the truth in advertising. Everyone talks about it. We actually talked about it when we hosted uh, Ferndale Fermentation Week over at uh, Otis Supply. Mm-hmm. Ashley was on the panel. I was one of the hosts. And one of the big things that I think the higher expectation we have for beer in the beer industry is is that sure we want to know who's making the beer? Blue Moon is being made by Coors, Killian's by Coors, um, Founders, San Miguel, whatever, whatever you want to know that you can open that up any louder, Nick. That would be I try great to be Are them Doritos? So Dude, they're fantastic. Oh, I'm sure they are. But but we look at this this truth in advertising truth. Who owns what? We expect that out of the beer industry, but for some reason don't expect that out of other industries. We don't care to expect it out of other industries because we're not as passionate about it. Right. You know, I ask you, who owns Cheetos? Pepsi. Pepsi owns Cheetos. (laughs) You know, you you, but you don't think Pepsi when you think Cheetos. You think flaming hot. But you know what? You also, (laughs) down the line either, like, who owns Fago? Does anybody own? ICP? <laughs> Actually, true story, 7-Up owns yeah. Fago. Oh, really? 7-Up owns Fago? I did not know that. But So we that. think Fago, like, we here in Detroit, we think Pop is Fago. I mean, Pop is Fago. Verners, oh, yeah. too. Verners. 7-Up. But you don't think that, I mean, uh, this was one of my, que- what it was one of the things I've thought about as well, but we don't embark the same rules on Pop as we do on beer, although pop is as, or soda I'm is as soda re- for everybody who's outside of Michigan or, you know, carbonated beverages <laughs> are as soft drinks are as regionalized as beer is. I mean, there are just as many soda factories as there are breweries, you know, like Astro's was Michigan, as was Fago. You go to. Baltimore, you've got Natty Bow and whatever the shit they call that garbage out there. I Double, like Natty Bow. Or whatchamacallit. Baywater. <laughs> but, I mean, every – but nobody think – I mean, it's all been, you know, RC cola You know, it's really good, but it's been taken over by somebody else. So, well, but, again, how do we we're, – we're, we're thinking that these breweries and what, whether you think they are or not or whether they are or not, you're saying that they're lying by promoting that they're brewed at the Blue Moon Brewing Facility because there is a Blue Moon Brewing Facility. It's just owned by Coors. You know, j- just like Lining Kugel. Lining Kugel's brewed at the Lining Kugel Chippewa Brewery. Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. Yeah, but it's owned by Miller. So how are we? You know, we. It's it's not like they're not the names of the breweries. It's not like they're. It's it's but a it, faux name. It's still family run too. So, considering Lining Kugels. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> is Wicked Weed now being brewed at one of the nine AB facilities? No, they're being brewed at Wicked Weed. So, if it's brewed by Wicked Weed, if, if we're really getting pissed about the dollar behind the, the sign. Yes. Like, I, I, that's why I kind of feel like there's such this faux outrage of, oh, how could Wicked Weed sell out? Like, you're talking about the where's my lunch dollar going, right? Or my, mm-hmm. Well, it's either competing with Budweiser or it's been bought by Budweiser and you're not paying for lunch money anymore. You're buying private jet money. The funny part about this entire conversation is that the population that actually cares about this is so tiny in the beer industry that 90% of people either don't know or don't care about this discussion. It's like as small as the audience for Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh. Oh. (laughs) I've never seen that show. Just just to put it out there, Four Peaks, the biggest brewery in Arizona, is owned by Anheuser-Busch, has been for about a year. 
don't give a shit. It's pretty good. I drink it anyways. And, and, I don't care that Anheuser-Busch owns it. <laughs> they, and, and to clarify, Fago's owned by National Beverage, not Soda. Not ICP. Yeah, but, not ICP. Oh, not I, ICP. IBC. You're thinking of IBC. No, ICP. <laughs> the Insane Clown Posse. Oh, I assume they yeah. owned it. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, I just assume they owned it. All right, but who, all right, what, right. what is the what oh, is the main brewery? Is it the National Beverage? Doesn't they own? Don't they own like Seven Up? Uh, no, they have uh, the Shasta brand, Lacroix. Shasta. Yeah, Ashley yeah. has a Lacroix over here. Oh, Lacroix. Uh, kids drink it. It's not craft Ri- coconut water. And uh, rip, it. <laughs> rip, oh, rip it. Rip wow. it. Wow. Wow. All right. So, oh, go ahead. Well, so uh, again, be, being fair, you, you talked about lunch, Lunchables, which is you know made by. This is like Lunchables. No, come on. Actually, like, one, the worst thing I've ever put in my body was the Taco Bell Lunchable. There was a Taco Bell Lunchable and there was a Pizza Hut Lunchable. <gasps> and the Taco no. Bell Lunchable was instant no. cold diarrhea. No. Yes. <laughs> and that's exactly why. I remember so, that. So, Nick, you, don't you remember say, the taco? The, no. You I'm say Oscar Mayer. I said Oscar Mayer. But who owns Oscar Mayer? Pa- Coca Cola. Conagra? No. God. Monsanto. Monsanto. Kraft. Donald Kraft Heinz. Donald Trump owns it. But that's the thing, though, is, is that we're, there, there's so many, there, there's so much corporatism within the United States. Yeah, there's like 50 companies that own 90% of the world. Oh, my right. God. And these look awful, these Taco Bell. Oh, <laughs> 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 I looked them up. They look awful. <laughs> I'm not right, But, anyway. but, but we, get, we get to that where, again, as Ashley says, not many people care. The people who do care, it doesn't matter. Um, but being fair, and being fair is fair. Molson Coors has done. Well, Molson Coors was on the big anti um, when Ohio was trying to sign the higher than ten percent ABV because they're the ones that wrote the note to K six saying, "Hey, don't do it." But the, they're also the brewery, or they're also the company that's against the legalization of marijuana because that's a vice that would eat, creep into their industry. Well, so, but I guess. It's what well, any big business would do, wouldn't it? Like I'm curious. Like we always you, talk about trademark infringement, right? And you get on the side of, you know, let the the big guy do, or let the big guy, or let the little guy do what they want to do, but the big guy's got to protect themselves. Isn't it the kind of the same shoe, different foot situation? I mean, I don't. Bam, agree. lawyer. Agree. <laughs> Somebody get that away from him. I know. It's Angela, across the table already. <laughs> Thank you. Just put it behind your peanut butter. <laughs> Why do you have peanut butter? I didn't even notice that until now. It goes good with the um, grapes. grapes. <laughs> All right. Actually, is, that, is that apple in there, too? Oh, yeah. There's some apples in the grape. Nice. All right. Let's actually get into some weed. You know, Whoa. I'm, I'm down for some weed. Smoke <laughs> weed every day. <laughs> Wait a minute. Time out. You've never smoked weed. In I've eaten enough of it, but... All right, uh, so the Michigan Senate Regulatory Reform Committee uh, this past Wednesday unanimously passed a bill wanting to ban the production, sale, and use of marijuana-infused beer, wine, and spirits. Uh, Senator Rick Jones. Uh, Rick Jones. You that's how I, that's re- how you how I probably reach him it. at 281-330-8004. Is that his phone number? <laughs> Should I call him? It's the Mike Jones <laughs> number. Uh, <laughs> 
don't even know why I still remember that. Uh, but he's not a grand ledge. He came up with Senate Bill 969, which which basically states no part of the marijuana plant could be infused into beer or other alcoholic drinks for sale in Michigan. Uh, he said that the bill is necessary as Michigan voters may soon vote on whether to legalize marijuana for adult recreational use, which is kind of interesting because that's a different whole. Talk- the legislation whole- is possibly looking at trying to legalize it before it actually becomes uh, before it actually gets to the vote in November. Yeah, it's different. Um, of course, Jones says you know this is happening in Colorado, and should the ballot proposal pass in November, we're going to end. It's going to end up with it here, and it, that it's a recipe for disaster. the The funny thing is, is that I believe there's kind of a law that's already here that essentially prohibits marijuana dispensary, dispensaries to sell alcohol. And party stores aren't allowed to sell marijuana. So anything that's going to be marijuana infused as a, as a liquid, it's got to be non-alcoholic. So where I don't understand why this I don't know law would even be needed. Because you know where you would find that? At the tuna liquor. <laughs> Where's the tuna liquor, Matt? Uh, just south of 59 on Rochester Road in Rochester Hills. It's I, I don't understand like I'm I'm so happy that it got on the ballot in regards to legalization. <coughs> well, it's not on the ballot yet. It's not going to make it there. You don't, might they don't want the de- democratic turnout. They might. Not, it's not going <laughs> to. <Well, be> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Hold we've your, we've, we've we've gone through that that on the show when we had Axel on the show. Um, so in regards to um, what we'll, we'll leave partisan out. Uh, as much as <laughs> most of us is on your side, right, they start fair. making that liberal um, strain. <laughs> Liquid strain. The very stable. So I, I think I think Matt is looking it up. Are are you sure it's not on the ballot? Uh, yeah. So well, the referendum. Well, yeah, they have. So the this is from Michigan, by the way. They folks. have the signatures, and the signatures I believe have been certified, so it will be on the ballot. False. Oh. So the the referendum that was signatures said that the uh, the state legislator had forty days to draft a plan, and if not, it would go to the ballot. Ah, I missed that part. Okay. So it basically puts the ball in the state legislator's court, and the state legislator, as Ashley was suggesting, are considering taking it up now and tying it to a taxation bill that they know would fail solely on the point that they would say, all right, we've put it to the floor vote. It did not get get the signatures thus. It won't have to go to ballot because... Our wonderful elected officials who are full time and reap re, re, a salary <laughs> unbeknownst yeah, reason. Right. They're Sorry. afraid that if that goes to the actual full referendum ballot in November, it will have a Democratic wave. So the Republicans who currently own both houses are trying to find a way to shoot it down, even though they know it's, again, obviously popular with the citizens as of getting both uh, polling and the signatures, so they're trying to sabotage it, kind of put a poison pill in it, if you will, um, to shoot it down and still have enough credibility to say we can't put it on the ballot. They're trying to tie it to a sales tax drop of 2.6%. 2.8%. They're trying to go to 3.2%. That, hmm. That's what I saw earlier today, is they're trying to drop the sales tax 3.2 and tie it to the marijuana. I thought they were going to put sales tax to 7%, actually. No, go down. They were going to go down and tie it to marijuana. If anything, sales tax needs to go up. 
Michigan's pretty low. Yeah, exactly. Yes, I thought it was going to increase because that's how you get Republicans to vote again. Except taxes. (laughs) I mean, in in regards to you know just any any type of beer or wine that is marijuana infused, I guess that that does kind of go into the previous conversation with you know just anybody with Coors, ABI. Um, any brewery where that kind of would take do you, do you feel that that would really take away from market share if you know something like that were to hit the market? I mean, are you talking THC or are you talking the plant? The, I, I guess I don't know because plus there's so many other plants like that wouldn't fall under this legislation that would still be a possibility. I guess I'm just so happy that legislators have so much to do with no issues in the world that are facing the world <laughs> that they could come up with a hypothetical bill that would solve no hypothetical or I mean, solve hypothetical problems. I, I've never that's why we have a full-time legislation right. here. I've never smoked it. I've only done dealt with it secondhand and just all the goddamn smoke. So I, I don't know any better. I don't think it's a big enough market to mix the two. Yeah, I I've think, spent enough time in Amsterdam. Those, I, I, yeah, those two markets don't intersect. So when, very when, much when at you all. mentioned that people are going to be, you know, spending their money not on beer but on, you know, elsewhere, el- elsewhere, I really don't think. Like, I, I would love to see the numbers. Um, and I would think maybe if we reached out to some of our, if we reached out to Josh over at Epic or um, he was just here. I, I know. <laughs> um, what's, what's, what's New Belgium? New Belgium, the, uh, the hemp. Austin, Hamper. Austin Brothers? No, not Austin Brothers. Uh, what, what's the New Belgium guy that we know? I don't know. That's Asher. Asher started with Asher, an A. Yeah. I'm like it was, a, it was an A name. I the knew beer, that. Yeah, beer Ranger. Asher Attic, that's yeah. his name. Yep. So uh, we could reach out to them and maybe see if we can get a little bit more information in regards to what it is out in Colorado. But I don't like. First of all, they're seeing a huge tax create like increase. Uh, for that vice, and I know Michigan, they were talking about like a twenty eight percent tax rate on the uh, the marijuana, which I mean it's fine by yeah. me if 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 we can recreate the Colorado problems, quote unquote, <laughs> right? that they have with their their taxes and how much money they're getting. Um, there's a lot of solutions that can happen. $1.01 billion projected. Well, remember, too, with when it comes to marijuana, because of the federal government, you can't put that money in banks, too. So we're going to put that Correct. on. We're going to put that on breweries now, too, that they have to keep that money as cash. The well, the reason, well, the thing, the reason why or, marijuana can't be put in banks is because the banks don't want it. It's not because. No, it's because it's the federal government is still a schedule one. one. But, yeah. Yeah, if you, a, but if there was a bank out there that would accept that money, mm, there they would. Can't. They no can't. No bank can operate yeah, no. under those. They have to follow the federal guidelines yeah. so they can't take that cash. That's, that's something I actually know. That's why, like, the ones here, the we have medical marijuana here in Michigan yep. still, right? Okay. Yes, we do. That's why they have to take cash and they just keep piles of cash. You can't put that money in the bank. They I can't I just, take credit cards. I just thought it was one of those things that Mm-mm. they they won't deal in it because it is a federal yeah. issue. No, it comes to the same thing as being a drug cartel at that point. That's why. Um, let's start a bank. It El Chapo <laughs> always has piles of money around. No, let's start a, a bank. Breaking Bad has <laughs> like, piles of money right around. in in the storage. Let, we'll just <laughs> yeah. we'll start a new app, and it's just the transfer of drug money. Well, you're you're gonna yeah, you're gonna see a lot of these medical places who are putting them in those types of plate like like your Bitcoin. Uh, Ethereum, Litecoin, because you can legally put them in there. Um, but how do you get the money into that exchange? 
It's not a. It's not a. It's bank not quick. You per, yeah. You, it has to be verified. You have. You can purchase the coins, but now the U.S. government is trying to get their hand in that. Yeah, idea. but I guess if you have, let's say, a million dollars of drug money, like marijuana money, not even drug money, you have to drive that to an exchange. You have to launder it. You have to launder. Well, it no. To get how do you get into bit? No. How do you get it into Bitcoin? Well, you, you need can, to be able to transfer money, so you have to launder it and get. Well, it you into have to the take one thousand dollars of cash to a Bitcoin exchange, put all that in there, and then take out bitcoins. Well, you know, you can purchase Bitcoin from an actual Bitcoin machine. Yes, but how? But what, with what money would you buy Bitcoin in that machine? Is what I'm telling you. The cash that you got for the okay. Lead. Let's stand at a, at a lottery machine. And put That's pretty much what it would be. To actually, to get the million out to get Bitcoin. Yeah, false. Why not? Do you know where they put these Bitcoin machines? They don't put them in. Is it tuna liquor? <laughs> it's tuna liquor. <laughs> There's one at the D in Las Vegas. There's a Bitcoin yeah. ATM on, on Hall Road just east of Van Dyke. Okay, I, I still don't consider that the most scrupulous place in the world. It's a Buscemi's. Buscemi's. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, but but again, <laughs> if that's where you're going to go, then everyone's going to go to it. So it's it's going to feed in, uh, again, as Buscemi's. 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 We're calling it Buscemi's, Buscemi's now. You know, yeah. I'm just calling it Buscemi's now. Buscemi's. Kenny! It's Buscemi's, Kenny! Oh, there he goes. Oh, there we go. Thank you, God. You don't make fun of his mama. Come on now. No, no. Oh, no, we know what nope. you were saying. Nope, nope. So, uh, you know, that's because when, when I was bank, I just started being a banker in 2008 uh, when I worked for Flagstar, uh, Flagstar correct. And that was the thing is I'm like, oh, medical marijuana just started up. Let's go sell business accounts to them. And my <laughs> boss took me aside. She's like, nope, that <laughs> yeah. can't happen. And uh, explained to me the laws. And I'm like, but it's legal. She's like, nope, no, it's not. not as much federally. as it's yeah. not. It's because it's not federal because it's decriminalized is like the proper term. Correct. Because like Ferndale weed is decriminalized. Yeah, like 20 but years ago, an Oakland County sheriff can pull you over in Ferndale and fuck you up. Mm hmm. Not physically, like put you in jail. Oh no, they'll do that. Well, they too. can do that too. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's no difference. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've, I've never, I never ran into a Ferndale. I've ran into a Pleasant Ridge cop. Oh, don't oh, do that! Gosh. Don't do God. that! Damn. All four How, of them. What the hell did you? Do oh, when I remember that. Yeah. Like, what, what did you do in that one square mile? No, he did. He did. <laughs> I was speeding on Woodward in the underpass. After leaving and drinking for two hours and with no power, three drinks at Luna. Oh, yeah. oh that was oh, the three God. drinks at Luna. Luna. And then we went. Uh, hell yeah! We went somewhere because the power was out. Yeah. At Luna. Yeah, we went somewhere else. It was me and Martin, and that I, I, that was the first and only time I ever been put in the back of a cop car. So mind you, you see me. I'm a big guy. I'm six foot over three hundred. The guy that I was with was like six five, and we're in this back of this tiny police car, just chit chatting because we're like we're not gonna get in trouble because he's searching my car. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, it was one of those things where I just kind of gave up on everything. I'm like, I'm not going to fight. You're not going to find anything, and you're just going to give me a ticket for impeding traffic uh, because you're going to feel like shit that you're not going to find anything. He did find my salvia, though, and I'm like <laughs> trying to explain salvia to the cop. Like, oh, uh, but this is legal. Are you sure it's not? I'm like, I just bought it at the road show. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can go buy it right off the shelf. Well, you have to go to the 18 and up room at the road show. Oh, yeah. oh my god! Have you guys ever been to the road show? By yes, the way, yes, yes. I know it's on your side of yeah. town. It's on your side of town right now. What is a road show? The road show. All I know is the antiques road show. But that's it's, it's a it's got got music memorabilia. It's, a, it's, a, it's an is all, this adult paraphernalia. Gibraltar. Uh, no, 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 no,
there is. Yes. Yeah. It's Noir Leather Plus Gibraltar. Is it where I found like a three nippled uh, psychic? Oh, wait, 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 wait. It's Noir Plus Gibraltar Plus like a exotic version of Pet Supplies. I was oh, gonna like, say you can't forget the lizards. Yeah, the oh, yeah, lizards they, they the and the. There. I have a deathly phobia of snakes, so I would walk in with a blowtorch. Nope. Oh, dude, I, nope. dude we, we're taking them. We gotta take them. Nope. All right, we will be uh, right back. We're gonna take a quick break. Better on Draft Podcast. Nope. And we're back, episode one thirty. Better on Draft Podcast. As always, with segment three, we have five questions with Matt Bush. And you got your music. You can't hear it, but I can't hear it. I'm, I'm uh, kind of struggling. It's because you're googling <laughs> shit. I mean, you want to go through the questions that I went through at the. Uh, uh, certified meeting professionals. Like, so if you time. have a meeting that lasts till three o'clock and you end at two fifty-five, what is your, what are you supposed to say? <laughs> the correct answer is what is you have your five minutes back, or you can have five minutes back. There you go. Uh, I would say I can. I could definitely give you the the example of the first question. Yeah, let's which, let's do that while Matt's looking up his shit. All right. All right, so the very first question, which, I mean, and it was multiple choice. Question was, during move-in, the day prior to your conference, your team is made aware of small but potentially violent protests against your charismatic yet polarizing keynote speaker. While you don't feel this will affect attendance, it will be distracting for attendees. The number one priority is safety, and the decision is made to increase security and protocols for attendance to events. To make sure everyone is on board with the security protocol changes, which of the following is the best actions? That was the first <laughs> wow. damn question. My answer is I quit because that was ridiculous. You're a trivia host. Exactly. I'm expecting, I'm walking in and I'm like, all Two right. Two lines, Max. And usually that, that extra half a line is to give that subtle clue that's needed because the question's a little hard. Exactly. And I and pretty much I got the questions at about it was roughly ten o'clock last night. And my my content manager, he sent me a message and basically said, Sorry. You're not getting paid enough to do this because these questions might cause laryngitis. And I looked at it, I just flat out said, This isn't trivia. This is a fucking entrance exam. I mean, do, do they have like just the like number two pencils and they have to you know, fill in, you That's know, A, B, C, like. or D. It sounds like pages long exam. I mean, even the answers were, you know, full sentences long for that question. Oh, it's so boring. <laughs> yeah. It's not fun at all. The thing was, and, and the thing was, it's like they actually had fun with it. I mean, I I, I kept it as fun as possible. Nerds. To me, doing something like that, I was like, this seems kind of really off from normal just trivia. You were halfway through that question, and I was like, are you still talking? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I was saying to myself. I'm just like, Wow. I, I was too. I stopped listening and started naming like Ben Shapiro, Richard Spencer, <laughs> David Duke. I'm like David Duke. Wow. P- people who will require lots. Milo, Milo Yiannopoulos, the current president I of the United States. Movies like the Almost. Jackal because you were talking about terrorists and stuff, and I was like, oh, what about that's that a, that's underrated movie. Yeah, I love Almost Jackal. every question was like that this morning. So it was, and and I. So had what to- was the answer? Uh, the answer. <laughs> no, do we really want to know? Really want to know the damn yes, answer? Because you asked the question, I need uh, to know the answer. All right, all right, hold on. So, so the choice. Let me go through the choice. I don't want first. the choices. Just give all me right, the fucking answer. All right, screw it. So the answer 
Oops, let me get back. I don't need to you it. to talk for another hour to give yeah, me the four choices. The answer so, is so flamethrower. On. The, the <laughs> answer was to discuss the changes in depth during your daily pre-conference meeting to ensure all on-site staff, venue staff, and additional security staff have a clear understanding of the new protocols. That was a damn answer. So flame on. I like flamethrower. Yeah. I on. muted yeah. you for that one. <laughs> I mean, I know you're muted. You're muted to stop talking about that now. <laughs> All right. So. I simply said C. I didn't say the damn answer because this shit was too long. <laughs> so Matt is ready for five questions. So about time, Jesus. <laughs> in honor of the greatest holiday that there is, the Sunday, Rusev Day. Yeah, how'd you know? Rusev Day. Mother's Day is Sunday. Mother's oh, Day Mother's Sunday. Day falls on Rusev Day. Yeah, did a year ago we were on the TV. Remember that, guys? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> was that Mother's Day? That was, was Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. I thought every Mother's day, day was Rusev Day anyway, so it, it didn't is. matter. <laughs> so I'm going to give you something that happens in a country, and you tell me which country it is. Oh shit! Oh. I'll give you a region. Okay, I'll give you a region. <laughs> All right. Um, actually, you know what I'll do is I will give you a hemisphere and you'll ask me questions about I prefer a region more than a okay, hemisphere. Yeah, I'll just do region. This Asian country, in this Asian country, Mother's Day takes place on the second Sunday in May. And people typically celebrate by giving their mothers red carnations. It's obviously North Korea. I was going to say China, simply <laughs> for the, the color red. Because the whole red card thing and a red envelope is that isn't that a red book? Whole no, red no, card. no, no, it's, it's like a red envelope. That that's Chinese New Year. <laughs> yeah, so red carnation. Maybe it's a whole red thing. I don't know. Vietnam. Favorite female magazine to masturbate to? Red book. <laughs> no. What? Why are you looking at me? Step brothers. <laughs> Step brothers. No. Okay. Oh, it's been no. too long. Yeah, too I long. I want to know why you were that. looking at me when you said that. <laughs> I'll tell you off the air. Because no. he didn't know it was a movie. Oh. Okay, it's not China. It's not China. 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 The Philippines. For for some reason, whenever, you know, any type of question, I, I just immediately default to Indonesia. The answer Indonesia. is Japan. Uh, Japan, okay. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. All right, in this European country. Nihau. 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 But that's Mandarin. That's not hello. Oh. Konnichiwa is hello. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Have you seen the Karate Konnichiwa, Kid? Bitches. I have seen the Cobra Kai TV show. <laughs> I saw the first two episodes. We talked about it great. last week. It was a great show. Okay, in this European country, the traditional mothering Sunday food item is the Simnel cake, a light fruitcake made with marzipan, though it's associated more with Easter today. France. Sure. What Nick said. He sounded so confident. I, marzipan? I don't know. I don't Mars. Definitely know. <laughs> I don't know anything about bakery. Baking. I. What's it called? Uh, Simnel cake. S i m n e l cake. S i m n e m e l. S i m n e l. S i m n e n e l. I mean, Dan, you've been to Europe. A light fruit cake made with marzipan. Ashley, I don't even know what marzipan is. Ashley, what do you is. think? I have no idea. It's like an almond-style <laughs> taffy. All right, we're just going to go. Well, Sweden. Sweden. No. No, There would be like a, a, a York or something in there, like a bork, bork, bork. So I'm looking at a picture of a Seminole cake. It looks absolutely disgusting. Bork, bork, bork. Uh, so does, that look, does that look like something the French would make? No. 
No, it's probably something dumb like the United Kingdom. That's yeah, based on <laughs> based on that look, that that looks like UK. That looks this. that is correct. It's the UK. UK. Yeah, yeah, terrible food. Yeah, that's 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 that's. I was waiting to see a picture. That's, 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 I, see a picture. When, I couldn't when, find when it. When Rob said, "Does that look?" or when you said, "Does that look like something the French would make?" and he said, "No," I'm like, "Oh, it's got to be something like the UK." Yeah. <laughs> fucking. All right, terrible. I gotta. So, there's my beer. People of this country often celebrate the occasion with flowers and flower-shaped cakes. Flowers and flower-shaped cakes. What's the region? The uh, people of this European country. European country. Often celebrate with the occasion with flowers and flower-shaped cakes. Specific type of flower? It just says, uh, I just got flower. What kind of flower? Spain. No, no, hold on, because flower, you're going to think tulip, which is going to be the Netherlands. Uh, Okay, how about it's not the Netherlands? (laughs) Well, that flower is in what kind of flower? I don't know. It just said flower and flower. (laughs) I copied and pasted it literally three minutes ago from Google. Oh, is you what you just did (laughs) this? Exactly. What a lazy ass. We didn't do five questions for flowers, guys. Some country gives their mothers flowers. We didn't do this for a month, so I I stopped being prepared. Uh, Belgium. Belgium? I'm, that's very that, close I mean, in Spain. I mean, I, I, he said Belgium. That's the first thing I'm just I'm just going to go with it. I can't think it's of anything else. It's not the Netherlands. It might be. Austria. I'm just going to like hedge our bets and say Italy. All right. The answer is France. Oh, son uh, of a bitch. Now it's question late. All right. So Mother's Day in this country can be pretty big where it takes place on May 10th. What, uh, what, so name, yesterday. What, what region? Central American country. Central American. People Obviously take their mothers. Town guys. <laughs> Do you know? I just <laughs> learned. Oh, 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 that be South American. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know what just oh happened. Oh my god! <laughs> this is South America. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> It got awkward in here. What? <laughs> it really so got I just ruined the show. I just what? learned what uh, Jonesin means. Keeping up with the Joneses. No, not keeping up with the Joneses. Jonesin, like you're Jonesin for some Kool Aid. Mm-hmm. Can, can you hit just, the mute button? Mute like, can one. you mute yourself? Right? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna say Mexico. Well, no, Central America, you said, right? Yeah, you said Central. <laughs> so we're talking like... People take the mothers in their lives out to eat at restaurants in this Central American country. It just sounds like anything that anybody else does in We're talking like country. Belize. Like at all. <laughs> no, it's like countries like Belize or what else? Central America. So from Texas to Venezuela. From te- So Mexico isn't Central America. They take America. them out to eat. Don't think a poor country then. I don't know. Panama. Yeah, like Panama. a Panama. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Trying to think what other countries are. Central There's 13 American. of them. Yeah, and they're all small and bullshit. It's like Bolivia and <laughs> no, shit. No, like, that's, that's, South, that's South, South America. So there'd be Same Mexico, like Belize, <laughs> Guatemala, <laughs> El Salvador, oh <laughs> Nicaragua. You really Colombia. know your Central American I countries. Do, that, yeah, Colombia and Central America? No, nope, that, again, that's South Paris. America. <laughs> Costa Rica. Dan has a degree in English, not geography. El, El Salvador. El Salvador, yep. No, I, I don't have a degree bullshit country, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Places I'm not going. DJT. I'm, I'm still saying Mexico. I don't care. The answer is Mexico. Oh, it's not Central oh, America. It's Central America. That is the definition. It is half of Central America. Is no, Mexico. no. I disagree. North okay. America is three countries, sir, and Mexico is no, one of them. No, you are incorrect. Okay. Wait, how, wait. About- Central America is... Anything North between America, Texas and it? South America. 
Isn't Central America in North America, technically? Well, fuck Legally. NAFTA, because that's all <laughs> fucked up, because Mexico's in it. Because that whole acronym is so screwed up now. Well, NAFTA, Mexico I'm, is why, in North America, it, in the continent. Well, that's what I'm, well, yeah, so why are they in NAFTA? They're part of Central I, America. I don't but know Central where America's you're not getting a continent. that Mexico is part of, cent- of a North, not part of North America. Because it's part of Central America. It can be part it's of both. not part of Central America. Central America isn't a continent. I don't know why we're discussing it's this. It's between the... I guess. I, know, I told you a region, okay? I didn't give you a continent. Okay? Well, you got so a point a shitty there, region. Yeah, you, <laughs> thank you, Rob. All right, so you have a beer in front of you. Yeah. Shut up and drink it. Ugh. No. Uh, it is a 3.87 out of oh. 5. Central America is bordered by Mexico to the north. Yeah. yeah. I know. Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Let me guess, Dan, Britannica? Yeah, first <laughs> sentence I read. So you have a Michigan craft beer. It is 3.87 out of 5 on Beer Advocate. Solid gold. This is not solid gold. No, way I too really hard hope not. <laughs> that, yeah, that is. The first I description didn't take, I read. I didn't take a sip. Oh, the no, first no. description I read says, poured from a 22-ounce bottle into a glass, stamped on bottle, date is 8-30-17-10-04. Oh, that's really specific. Pale gold-colored body. Cloudy, fizzy head dissipates. Just two partial cap fed by bubbles, no lacing. Tart lemon aroma, barnyard funk also. Wow, okay. Barnyard Taste funk is also up. more tart than sour, but in sourness there is two. Has green apple pear lemon aspects. Slight, uh, slight white wine venus. Venus. Oh, venus. All right, well, there you go. I'm your fire, I'm your desire. Not really dry enough to encourage rapid sipping. This is a nuanced... <laughs> That sounded really dirty. With multiple layers <laughs> within the taste profile. More toward a medium mouthfeel with tart aspects dominant. This would be best Someone on a wrote warm this? spring day mm-hmm. or when paired with spicy cheese, fruit, or shagudui board. Wow. Cutterry board. This is a New Holland beer. <laughs> I don't know because, Ken, I feel like we've drank this before. Is there another one? And on? it tastes like the, I don't know, for my, it tastes like the Rochester Mills farmhouse oh the um oh wow it tastes like a band-aid god what is uh i can't remember the name of it but it, it the, reminds the tongue me the cherry sizer and, and that's Tongue-tied. what it reminds me of here's another one 3.99 out of five no date on the bottle but i've been holding wait we need to stop they rated the beer 3.99 out of five just to keep it under four yep that's a, that's Who a, rates a beer three point nine? I want this person's name. It's P Calix, P K A L I X on August tenth, twenty sixteen. Call this guy with his phone <laughs> yeah. number. I want, I want to, this. It's not like the Thomas Hooker thing. Uh, yeah, we never heard back from him. He was scared. Uh, earthy and tart on the nose, and the tongue definitely sour. Didn't lose anything in two years. It sat in my cellar, but then I don't have a fresh one to compare it to. I'm just drinking lemon heads right now. This is a blue Sunday. So, so we, Nick, we, have you we, this yet? Wait, wait, we we didn't get uh, well, you know, correct region. Michigan correct, craft beer. This is Mi- it's Michigan. Michigan. Okay, so this isn't going to just like show up in some place in Toledo, right? It could show up. It in Toledo. could because it could well, be yeah. distributed into Toledo. Well, no, I'm just going back to the whole you know Central Mexico thing. <laughs> That's all. Bitch! <laughs> oh, yeah, it's out of Toledo. So it is. All right. Siri, where is Central America? <laughs> Seriously. On it, here's some information. <laughs> here's some information. Why don't you read it? Which that? goes you to the Wikipedia page. It tells you it's, <laughs> it's south of fucking Mexico. 
<laughs> Moving on. What was your Central American Well, countries? you know what? Then I had an abusive seventh grade teacher who made us go the entire instant. That's why I was like, Belize? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get so back let, to yeah. Let's talk beer. about this beer. All right, so we're we're it's Michigan Craft. Tastes uh, good. Nick, you like it? Yeah, it's good. Ashley, what do you think? Would you sell this at your store? I think I have sold this at my store. Oh, somebody's. Pardon? Is that oh, home it's, a, it's a homebrew. No, it's definitely <laughs> no. It's a, not uh, a homebrew. <laughs> Matt made it right before he came over. Yeah, I, yeah, that's the, why I was late. Right, this is the freshest batch of that's toilet wine. Right, I, yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say he ran out to the toilet. Toilet wine. Drinking all the paps. So we have three questions we can use based two. on two questions. Two, two questions. No, actually, we do have three. Yeah, right? don't say we yeah. normally have three. This one, I'm I'm completely out because you know I don't. I think touch you have a disadvantage with, or I think you have an advantage with Ashley being here though. I I just don't touch this style. It's just this is very abnormal because there's like only it, a few. There's like La Folie, um Jolly Larry's Pumpkin. latest. There's only a few like tart sours that I even bother with. Do you oh, like that you one? bother with? I'm like, do you like this one? No, no, okay, no. It's, seriously, it, it it to me is like having six of the giant lemon heads in my mouth. Just, just FYI, don't drink that brown that's on tap out there. Yeah, tastes oh. like shit what water. Part, what part of falling down beer company? Yeah, well, I you thought, think you I could thought maybe, but you no, that's like shit water. It's an empty fucking. No, view. it's it's half full. No, I've still got the good oh. beer and some amber, but thank so, you. What do you think about this beer? It tastes sour. It tastes like um, maybe even a Flanders. Okay, Ashley, what kind of tasting notes do you get? It's light. It's um, I thought it would be a little fuller bodied. Actually, um, it's got some tartness to it. It's mild. But it's also got a bit of malt character, which is kind of interesting. Um, yeah, much lighter body than I was expecting from the nose. Nick, have you even tried it yet? Yeah. Is it in your sippy cup or? <laughs> Can you just give him for saying fucking sippy cup, please? <laughs> I want to, but he's he's running the. I don't give a shit. All right, so. No, it's good. It's I, tart. I like it. It's going to Ashley's comment about you know being mild. I I get that. I don't get the malt though. But then again, I've been drinking. <laughs> I don't really get the malt either. I just get a lot of vinegary flavors. I don't get vinegar. You don't I get, get vinegar? No, I don't. I get a little bit. I get a mild vinegar. Now you say it, yeah. Hold, hold, hold on. I get white wine vinegar ale. Maybe. I don't know. Let's see how it tastes with PBR. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> That's what I do. I mean, I mix KBS I, I, almost, I was going to say, I just got a bottle of KBS. I almost bought the Beast in today to make Kentucky Beast out. Beer Not mix. bad. Not bad. It's almost like a PB Shandy. <laughs> so, Ashley, mm-hmm. do you have any idea what beer this is? No. What, did, what did, did you say? What did you say it might have been? The brewery? I, I thought by the nose it was New Holland's Blue Sunday, but I could, I'm definitely wrong. It smells more like, it tastes more like maybe one of their incorrigible line, but I can't tell. All right, well, is this a New Holland beer? This Question. is a New Holland Jesus beer. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this isn't fair. I trust our guests. This isn't fair. <laughs> yes. Look at that. But you know what? Now that you you have him, I'm going to make you guess the exact right beer. The exact right beer? <laughs> because he's pretty much put you at, he's driven you to the hole in one shot. So you better put this one in. It's all on the hips. Just tap it in. <laughs> tap, tap, tap. <laughs> It's not bad with PBR. <laughs> Folks, make sure to mix whatever this beer is with PBR. We will put a recipe with Tipsy Bartender on the uh, Better Draft page coming up next. 
That's our new spin-off show. The super tipsy bartender. Where we, no, where we mix beers with stuff oh, you should say. We still need to start bringing in Ashley. Fresh, fresh. So, what else do you need to know about this beer? What What are your other questions about this beer? You have two have, more questions before you have to guess. So, you thought it was Blue Sunday? Is that a yearly release or uh, Blue Sunday comes out every year? But this is too light. Uh, too light. The body's too light. It's too vinegary. It should taste more caramel apple. If it's Blue Sunday. Uh, it doesn't. It's actually not bad at all. I don't think it's incorrigible either because incorrigible is a white sour. It's too light. I actually kind but of. What you're I, saying? This beer was too light. Sour yeah, is this but new it's, it's a white sour, so it's wheat based, and I'd be able to. I feel like I'd be able to pick that out. I kind of have a feeling of what this is, but I don't know that they still make it, so I'm not sure that it is the beer. <laughs> I mean, Matt, I mean, we got some two shit questions. out of its ass. Said, we got so. two, oh, okay. two questions left, so I mean, we can All throw right. one at uh, it. Do they still make this beer? I'm not sure. So I'll have to find. I'll have to. Uh, okay, so we might have we might have to do a different question. Uh, it it just as of 2017. We'll I was say. gonna say what was the what was the date of it though? I don't know. It's in it's in my back. But if it's not on there, they they said it wasn't bottle dated. The review. Date. Well, some of them have been. Yeah, one of those did have a bottle date on it. The first one that. did, not yeah. the 3.99 yeah, douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> That annoys me. Like, how do you rate something three nine nine? Three nine nine. Let me see if I can find. So while while Matt's while Matt's touch. looking at that, uh, Holiday Market, they can find you on Facebook. Holiday Market Beer, correct? Yeah, I'm Holiday Market Beer. Holiday Market would just get you the regular page, but the the beer page is specifically Holiday Market Beer, and it's just all the beer for Holiday Market. Um, is there just any other the Royal Oak location? Just the Royal Oak locations. Any other socials? Instagram. Twitter, untapped. Uh, we're using Instagram. Grinder, um, to grinder. <laughs> Holiday <laughs> underscore market underscore beer is uh, Instagram. For your Instagram. I'm gonna right? guess yes. They still make it because it's on their page on the breweries. So this website. is obviously a beer you can't get at North Center Brewing over in Northville, Michigan. They Clearly. have plenty of other beers over there. Delicious Browns, nice Bloobs, uh, a few others. Did you say nice Bloobs? Nice Bloobs. That's they a have that right now? I don't think they have it right now. Was like, when's the last time they made that? Uh, maybe a year ago. I don't know. No, well, yeah, definitely not this PBR sour mix. There's PBR. It's PBR. <laughs> All right. Oh, is All that right. what we're drinking? Is that the beer? Is it, this is PBR? Uh, well, no. Matt put P- PBR in his no. beer. Maybe you yeah. should try a little PBR with your your sour. No, I'm good. Uh, I'm good. Pap sour ribbon. Pap's, oh my god. Pap's bitter ribbon. So you had Blue Sunday, you had Incorrigible, you had... Are you looking at other beers that New Holland makes for the... Uh, I specifically have one in mind, but I don't know if it's it or not, because it's been years. Just guess it. Mischievous is the one. Is this mischievous? This is not mischievous. All right, all right. We got one more question. No, you know, this is your guess. Oh, we have the guess now. Now this is your guess. We have the guess now. Yeah. So you asked if this was New Holland, you asked if this is still being produced, and then you asked if this is mischievous. Oh, shit. Way to go, Ashley. Well... You told me to ask. I, I, could, did. I don't. I, did. I can't believe I don't know what this is, though. It's got to be like I feel like I've had it before, which would mean it's incorrigible. But I'm, yeah, I've definitely had it. I just don't know which one of those towers it is. You seem so confident that it's not incorrigible that I don't want to guess it. I guess it could be. I mean, God, I haven't had that beer in three years, four years. Incorrigible. I'll tell you what. Fucking go with it. You go guys have it. a 50-50 chance of being right. Just go with it. It's not Blue Sunday. So. Are you saying it's it's either incorrigible or not incorrigible, and that's the guess? <laughs> no, I'm saying it's either Blue Sunday or incorrigible. Oh. It's, in, it's incorrigible. Incorrigible white sour ale. 
as he's pulling it out of his bum. Yeah, right. where is that? You know, concealed carry, Jesus. Incorrigible it's white sour ale with something. I can't you really turn it to me. berries in there. What year is that? Um, I thought it just... Bottled 60116. No. 20 year old. Wow. All right, so last. Two years old. Oh, yeah. Say something nice about your mother for Mother's Day, Kenny. Say something nice about my mother for Mother's Day? Yes. My mother is by far my favorite mother in the world. (laughs) (laughs) She also supports me in everything that I do, and I love her dearly. So thank you, mother. Dan, do you have something you'd like to say nice about your. Nope. Nope. <laughs> wow. Rob? Uh, definitely without a doubt. Um, or your wife, who my, is also a mother. My, my mom and and my wife have, have both been uh, my rock, seriously. And, you know, I don't think I would have gotten this far in life without either one of them. Um, so, well, yeah. genetically, that would be required. Well, genetically, with my with my mother and my father's sperm, yes. I, I, would, <laughs> I would not be here without either one of them. It's so. getting weird now. <laughs> yeah. This this is kind of you know the the way our family is. This is just kind of the way. It Nick, is. shout out your mom real quick. <laughs> mom, I love you. Thank you for everything, dear and, mama. Uh, you know you're gonna get through all this shit that you're getting through right now. Hang tough. Ashley, you have a wife, right? Yep. Children. Uh, yep. And Five-year-old. somehow a mother. Oh yeah, absolutely. Somehow. 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 Say somehow something nice did. about your mother and your wife. Yeah, I can't believe my mom actually. She got me to where I am, which is kind of crazy. Through all the stuff that we went through and. She did a great job raising me, for sure. Um, my wife is doing an amazing job raising our daughter, and I hope she grows up to be just as amazing as she is. Well, that's going to do it for us Ayo. here at Better on Draft. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, which is Better on Draft. Twitter, Better on Draft. Untapped Bod Podcast. Instagram, Better on Draft. And Twitch, Bod Podcast. Don't forget to check out our sponsors, Poker Live Trivia. Go check out Homegrown Brewing, as well as the Tuta Liquor, North Center Brewing, and Brown Iron Brew House. So no matter what you think of your beer, we think it's Better on Draft. Have a good night. Peace. Peace.